Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 109 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode because one, I just decided to record this about 20 seconds ago and my impromptu podcast recordings always end up being like my favorite episodes, especially if it's a solo episode because something has prompted me to speak from the heart or just share something interesting that's happened. And I literally one minute ago just got off of a call of a new um, group coaching program that I am a part of. And it's really great. And we're talking about how to grow a membership program. And for probably anyone listening here, you know that I've recently launched my new little baby, the e-commerce society. It is my new monthly membership. I'm so proud of it. I'm I love it so freaking much. It lights me up. You can probably Well, you can't see me because I'm actually not recording this on video today, but I'm like waving my arm around because I'm getting excited about talking about it. But it's like my new little baby. And I talk so much of the importance of investing in your business, invest in yourself, invest in your business. Like you cannot grow your business on your own. And so I joined a group coaching program with um, my friend, Zach Spuckler, he's amazing. Uh, his business is um, Heart Soul Hustle, I think it's called. I always mix up his business names, Heart Soul Hustle. He has a podcast. He has a membership that he's grown quite a bit since launching it last year. And so what do I do? I joined his membership. I'm sorry. I joined his group coaching program because I want to learn from him because my my one of my missions for my business is to grow my membership and grow it, but also learn how to make it better for my members, learn how to create the best e-commerce community and membership program. That is my new backbone of my business. And so I just wanted to share that really quickly because one, I just got off of my call with Zach and like in 30 minutes, we went through three specific problems and questions I had in my business and he was able to help me. And that's why investing in your business is so, so important. Okay, let's talk about traffic. That's the point of this podcast episode. We're going to break down traffic. Um, I have, I recently did a little TikTok, Instagram reel video where I took a piece of paper and I mapped out traffic and what it looks like, how it works, how it's broken down. And I got a lot of great response from it. I got a lot of people that were like, thank you so much. This is what we need. Like, thanks for clarifying. Traffic is something that I have grown to be a little bit obsessed with over the six and a half years of since starting my first product-based business, becoming an entrepreneur. I love traffic. And I also understand when you're new in your business or you're in the early stages, 
traffic is something that's kind of confusing. It's kind of overwhelming. You may not understand what the hell it is. And the more that I have listened to my clients, listened to my students in all of my courses, listened to the members in my membership program, I'm seeing there's a lot of gaps with just knowledge. You know, there's a lot of things that you are likely wanting more information on and wanting to understand more. Traffic is one of those. And it's probably the number one question I get asked. How do I drive more traffic to my online store? So for today's episode, this is going to be quick, actionable. I'm excited. And I'm literally, I don't have notes for my podcast for the most part. I don't really have questions prepped out for the most part. So, you know, for, for good or bad, my podcast episodes, I can sometimes talk a little bit too much about something (laughs) or ramble. And I'm trying not to ramble anymore because I am aware that I am a rambler. Like I'm a total rambler. And it's mainly because I just really get excited about a specific topic. And then my brain starts like going into hyperdrive. And I'm like, ah, I just want to talk about everything. And then my brain is like zapping off all these different things that I want to talk about. And I end up going down a rabbit hole. And I'm like, wait, what was I talking about? So Anyway, I have my little paper in front of me of like the diagram that I drew out, drew out on paper and I did my TikTok video on. So what I want to talk about today is what traffic is and how that looks like. Because when you when you ask me, Carrie, I'm not getting any sales. And I will say, how much traffic are you getting each month? And you'll say, oh, I looked at my Google Analytics or my Shopify Analytics and I'm only getting 100 website visitors per month. And I'm like, well, that's why you're not getting sales. The average conversion rate is 1% to 2% on an online store. So if your conversion rate's higher than that, you're killing it. Good job. I want to give you a high five. If you're under 1%, then your website needs a lot of work, just FYI. And if that's the case, come come find me. I have a freebie. I'm going to link it below in the show notes. It is how to increase your website conversion rate. It's an amazing freebie. I love it so much. I have a couple of podcast episodes on website conversion and all that, but I have a lot of resources that can help you. So please um, listen to those or download those and they will help you. But your conversion rate and your website traffic, they go hand in hand. And I talked about this on my Instagram uh, this morning. I did like a little just check in and I said, convert your conversion rate on your website and traffic is kind of like peanut butter and jelly. They go together. And I also use the analogy of cold brew coffee and ice cubes. I don't know what the hell, like I come up with the weirdest examples, (laughs) the weirdest freaking examples. I'm sorry. I'm weird. So they go hand in hand and one doesn't quite work without the other. You can have the most amazing traffic being sent to your website every single day. Tens of thousands of people. If your website sucks and your conversion rate is shitty, all that traffic is just going to go down the toilet. So they go hand in hand, okay? But let's talk about traffic. So their traffic is broken up into basically, and I'm going to call different things here just how I call them. It doesn't mean that, you know, someone else might call them something different. This is sort of how I look at traffic. So traffic comes in two forms. One, paid traffic. (laughs) And two, or not two, but like side by side, it's paid traffic. And then to the right of that little box is organic traffic. Organic traffic is basically essentially free traffic. You're not really paying for it. 
you do a series of things that will drive traffic to your online store. Paid traffic is you pay for the traffic. It's as simple as that. This is a super, I'm going to try to keep this very, very simple here, not technical at all. Paid traffic is you pay for it. So advertising, that's it. That's paid traffic, advertising. Um, Organic traffic is free, non-paid. You're not doing advertising. So let's break that down. What What are all the things? What does that look like? So I'm going to cover paid first because I don't have a lot to say about paid traffic. It's it's quite simple. Paid traffic is advertising. So if we want to break advertising down, what does that look like? It looks like Facebook, Instagram, or Meta, however you want to call it. I still like, I can't handle their new name. I just think it sounds stupid. Meta ads, <laughs> which is basically Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's it. Like, and w- within Facebook and Instagram ads, like you can do a ton of advertising. You can do advertising only on Instagram, Instagram stories, like boosted posts, although boosted posts are, are not exactly advertising. On Facebook, you can do a ton of different ads, like video ads and Retargeting website visitors. Retargeting is a huge ad that you can do. You can, you know, target cold traffic. You can target, like, there's so much you can do within advertising, but advertising, as you know, is not my area of expertise. So I don't have a lot to say about advertising, to be honest with you. I dabble in it with my current business for lead generation right now. And I'm not even joking. I mean, I can literally figure out most stuff. Trying to figure out Facebook ads is, uh, I don't even know. I feel like I have a better chance of climbing up a mountain that's completely straight up. Like, I feel like I could do that better than creating Facebook ads. It is confusing. It is confusing as hell. It is confusing as hell to understand your return on investment. I mean, you can start running ads and you're like, okay, cool. I just spent $500. Like, what's my return on investment? And oh my gosh, good luck with that. It's very hard to figure out. So when it comes to ads, like you really want to find someone who can help you. It doesn't mean that you want to spend three grand a month on an agency unless you were already killing it. Don't do that. That's a waste of money because you're not, you're not get customers first without ads and then start worrying about ads. So I think retargeting ads are the best thing to do if you're looking into ads for your business because retargeting is you are targeting people who have already interacted with your business, whether they've gone to your Instagram, whether they've gone to your Facebook page, whether they've watched one of your videos, or whether they've gone to your website, you're just retargeting those people. So that's a great thing to focus on. And in uh, on the podcast episode, I have an episode actually with Zach Buckler, who again, I'm in his group coaching program now. He talks a little bit about, um, we talk about, he's the only guy that's been in the podcast. And two, he talks about Facebook ads. So it's the only ad, uh, it's the only episode where we've covered advertising at all. So go check that out. I will link that in the show notes below. But he talks about a way that you can do retargeting like made simple. So while this is not a breakdown of advertising, I just wanted to kind of talk through it a little bit because you may be wanting to do ads and that's great. There's nothing wrong with doing ads. And I'm not against ads at all. People always ask me, why do you hate advertising so much? And I'm like, I don't. (laughs) But it's very important that you know how to get customers without advertising. Because as we've seen with iOS and Facebook and all that, like right now, 
getting customers through ads is hard and it's expensive. So you should be able to get customers without that. Once you are getting customers without ads, then adding ads is like the cherry on top. So when it comes to paid traffic, that's what it is. It's advertising. It is advertising on Facebook, on Instagram. You could do TikTok ads. I've seen a lot of people doing TikTok ads. If you're going to do ads, do video. Video converts. Um, you can also do things like Google ads, Google shopping ads, PPC, pay-per-click. So there's a lot of things that you can do with an advertising, um, whether it's on Google, Google shopping, TikTok ads, Facebook, Instagram ads, retargeting, et cetera, Pinterest ads. There's a lot of opportunity for ads here. So that is paid traffic. If you are doing ads, that falls under the the bucket of paid traffic. So again, let's just backtrack a little bit. When it comes to traffic, there are two main ways to drive traffic to your online store. One is paid traffic. One is organic traffic. So they go, they sit side by side right next to each other. Okay, now here's the fun part for me, of course. Let's talk about organic traffic because holy shit, there are a lot of ways you can drive traffic and you're probably not doing 90% of these things. So let's dive into it. Organic traffic. Again, this is free traffic. This is traffic you're not paying for. So let's start with the easy one, social media. So when it comes to social media, I want you to think of the options here because there's a lot of options to drive traffic. One, Instagram. Instagram is sort of like the OG, well, Facebook, I guess, is like the OG of social media. But I feel like Facebook is like for dinosaurs and Instagram has is where it's been at for years now. And now TikTok is the new Instagram. And Instagram is sort of becoming like the dinosaur platform. And don't kill me for saying that. And I don't actually believe that. I think Instagram will be around for a really long time. But TikTok is... TikTok is moving up in the world. I mean, I don't know I don't know what the current stats are in terms of TikTok versus Instagram users, but TikTok is where it's at. TikTok is where you should put your eggs in the basket today. As of July 2022. So, social media, we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Pinterest. Those are like the big four. Each one of those social media channels is is a traffic generator. So I want you to really move beyond Instagram being the only place to drive traffic. That is not true. And that's what I hear from a lot of you. I always ask you, how are you driving traffic to your online store? And you say Instagram. And I'm like, okay, awesome. Where else? Oh, well, that's that's really all we do. Okay. So that's fine. I think it's good to double down on what's working. But it's also important that you diversify that traffic. Because again, what happens if your Instagram got turned off? How would you get sales? You wouldn't. Your business would be done. And I don't want that for you. I want you to become a fucking millionaire. So let's get you more traffic. So social media, we got TikTok, we got Instagram, we got Facebook, we have Pinterest. The great part of this little conversation is that you can repurpose most of this stuff. So I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, no, you can't repurpose TikTok to Instagram. Instagram knows the algorithm is knows the TikTok. This is a TikTok video and they won't promote it. I mean, unless you have all day to spend on social media and repurposing videos and creating new content for every platform, I would not do that. I would focus your time on other things, but for now, I would choose one or two of these social platforms and like double down. So if your platform of choice is Instagram, okay, great. Keep going on Instagram if it's working for you. 
if Instagram isn't working for you and you're okay to do video, try TikTok. TikTok is, you're going to grow faster on TikTok, honestly, just because of how the platform works. Like TikTok videos get pushed out to new people. Instagram gets pushed out to your followers. So Instagram is great to nurture your audience, which I'm all about. Like nurture the hell out of your audience, create a community because people that like you will buy from you. But TikTok, there's more opportunity because your videos are being pushed out to all this cold audience, cold people. And now you're getting in front of new people that they can then follow you. So you have more chance of growing because of how their algorithm works, basically. So you can take a TikTok video. You can go to SnapTik. I think it's called SnapTik.com on your phone. Upload the video and then download it again and it gets rid of the watermark. And then add that to Reels, okay? It takes about one to two minutes. You can take that same video that you just uploaded to Reels. Add that to Pinterest. Create a video pin or an idea pin takes about two minutes. So I would say in the span of five minutes, you've now taken one video and you've added it to two other platforms. That's the secret sauce with social media and driving traffic from multiple places without killing yourself. Because I don't know about you, but if I make a TikTok video or an Instagram reel, there is not a snowball's hell, chance in hell that I'm going to re-record that in another platform. I don't give a shit if it doesn't promote me. I'm not doing it, okay? So don't feel bad if you don't want to do that either because I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> and anyone who tells you otherwise, whatever, just don't listen. Um, no, okay, but for real, like if at some point like TikTok comes out and they say if you – download your video from Instagram and you try to upload it to TikTok, we're not going to promote it to anyone. I mean, if that happens, then you may want to reevaluate what I just said. But in my opinion, I'd rather you spend your time on a lot more important things. So I always tell people double down on one social channel. But in this case, I like I want you to do video. Video is what is working in 2022 and it's not going away. And if you create one video for Reels or TikTok, you can literally promote that on two other platforms. So I say create that video, get rid of the watermark from TikTok, start with TikTok, get rid of the watermark, upload it to Reels and Pinterest, and you've just hit now three channels in five minutes. So that's my idea for that. And don't discredit Pinterest here. Pinterest is... Such an incredible traffic driver. Like yesterday in my membership, we had our first open office hours, which basically means if you're one of my members, you can show up, you can ask questions about shit, you can, we can chat about different things, you can get feedback on your website, you can get feedback on anything that you want to. And one of the members in there, um, this amazing girl, Erica, I'm not going to use her business name just for privacy purposes, but I'll say her name, Erica. Uh, she has this awesome business and she said, oh yeah, like I drive 90% of my traffic from Pinterest. I'm like, oh my God, I love hearing that because I never hear people talking about Pinterest like that because I don't know, Pinterest is, it's a hard cookie to crack um, and it's hard to get people on board with it, but it's incredible. Like I've had incredible results for my product-based business, for my clients, the client that I manage, the pet business. Um, I mean, most of their traffic also comes from Pinterest. So, um, but she was saying that, yeah, 90% of her traffic comes from Pinterest. And so we were looking at her account and we were looking at the different pins and it's just, it's amazing. Anyway, so that's one source of traffic. So a lot of you think Instagram is the only way to drive traffic. It is not. That is not true. That is a crazy myth that I need to bust right now. 
Okay. Um, the next way to drive traffic is through content. And so I want to – when I say content, I mean blog posts or YouTube videos. So I'm not talking, again, about Instagram content. I'm talking about, like, content that gets you on a search engine. So – Blog posts and YouTube. This is the only way for right now. So blog posts. And I know what you're going to say. Carrie, I don't – why would I have a blog? Blogging is like from – blogging is outdated. Blogging is for the dinosaur ages, you know? what? Why would I – no one cares about my blogging. So it's because you're – in your head, your concept of blogging is not what a business blog is. So when I say creating blog content, I mean if you are a skincare company and you sell facial oil cleansers and you sell, let's see, you also sell like, you know, non-toxic deodorant. And I'm I'm literally using Primally Pure as my example right now. You sell facial oil cleansers and you sell non-toxic, everything is non-toxic and all natural and all that, but you sell non-toxic deodorant and you sell um, different products for skin. So your products are about skincare. So what does your ideal customer, what else do they, what do they need to know about your product? Like if they're going to Google and searching for something, what kind of questions are they asking where they might stumble upon your product? So for example, if you are a, you sell facial oil cleanser, aka Primally Pure, you go onto Google and you're going to search for like, facial oil cleansers, how to cleanse with the facial oil, something like that. So that's the kind of article that Primally Pure would create. They would create an article called how to something about facial oil cleanser, how to use it, how to facial oil cleanse, how to oil cleanse or whatever it's called. And then someone's going to be on Google searching and then they're going to stumble upon this blog post and they're going to click on it and they're going to like read the different key areas to oil cleanse successfully. And then they're going to say, oh, this person makes oil cleanser. Perfect. Let me buy it from you. Or let me join your email list. Or let me grab your $5 off coupon. That is how blogging works. So I always call Google a matchmaker. In my head, Google is a matchmaker. They take your product. They take what a user is going to Google and typing into the search bar. People use Google. They don't scroll on Google, okay? People go to Google with a question, a query, a problem. They're looking for a solution. They're looking for an article. They're looking for facts, products, data, etc. So they go on to Google and they're typing in, what's the best facial oil cleanser? What's the best um, non-toxic deodorant? What's the best eco-friendly deodorant? And then if you have blog posts that speak about that product, not like, oh, we sell deodorant, but you know, what are the five ingredients that make a deodorant non-toxic or something? Or like the five best non-toxic deodorants for your body or something like that. Or something like, you know, some an article about like non-toxic living. Like here are here are our five um, favorite, I don't know, body, like not deodorants, but like something about like things that facial and body products for 
people who care about non-toxic living or something like that. So you're creating content that sort of addresses people's questions or problems, and that's how people will discover you. They go to Google, they type something in, they scroll down, and they discover your blog post, your website, or your product, and they will click, and then they can either join your email list, buy your product, or again, if you're doing advertising with retargeting, you can then retarget all those website visitors. So that's kind of like in a nutshell, how blogging works. And I'm going to do a podcast episode about this because I think it's very misunderstood. And blogging is one of the easiest and crucial ways to drive traffic. I have talked about this example a million times. One of my content pillars for my product-based business, I sold pet products to dogs and their fancy dog moms. One of my content pillars was golden doodles. I targeted golden doodle owners. And this was five, six years ago. This was before everybody and their mother had a golden doodle, including myself. So I discovered that a lot of my customers were golden doodles. I also discovered on social media, golden doodles were very active on Instagram. And my ideal customer was obsessed with Instagram and they were obsessed with their dog becoming Instagram famous. So again, every decision I made was based on data or based on an observation I made. I didn't just decide, oh, golden doodles are cute. I'm going to talk about them all the time. This was based on a very specific thing. My product was very visually appealing and I knew that people would see my product on social media, on Instagram, Instagram stories, on video, and they would say, oh my gosh, I need that for my dog. So anyway, golden doodles were, were one of my content pillars. And so I wrote educational pieces about golden doodles. And one of my pieces was the, I forget what it was called, something like the top five best dog toys for golden doodles. And I wrote that blog post. And within a few months, six months, I was ranked number one on Google search. So page one, number one result on Google search. And that web, that blog post alone brought me, brought in 20,000 website visitors per year. And then when I sold my business, the new owners took the blog down and I implemented the same blog post for my client who was in the pet space. And, you know, within some time, they were also ranked number one on Google for that same thing. And since then, they have bumped, gotten bumped down. I think I've talked about this article too much, and now everyone's written the same article. I think that's maybe what happened because literally there's so many of the same exact article now, but that's okay. It's like my little gift to the universe. <laughs> But I wanted to give you an example that, of how blogging works. It's not like your personal blog where you write about your day and your kids and your, you know, what you ate in the day. You're addressing people's questions that relate to your product. So, but yeah, blogging is one of the, the most important ways to drive traffic. And the other important reason is because writing blog content helps you show up on Google. My main mission in life in terms of my business is to help people understand how to grow your business beyond Instagram. And this is how you show up on a search engine. Instagram doesn't help you show up on a search engine. You know what I mean? But if you create a blog post that addresses a specific question that your customers ask or they're searching for, bingo. Like that's how you drive traffic. It is wild. It works. I love it so much. Okay. And then the other part of content when I'm, when I'm talking about content traffic is YouTube. So I know I'm not going to focus much on YouTube because YouTube is not something that most product-based businesses have. However, I really like to think outside the box. I like to be creative 
And YouTube is a search engine. It is owned by Google. So it's the number two search engine in the world. And your YouTube videos show up on Google, as do your blog posts. So I want you to see a trend in what I'm saying here. Focus your time wisely. I'd rather you, instead of you creating new videos for Instagram and TikTok, I'd rather you create one video, repurpose it, and then spend that extra 15 minutes, write a fucking blog post. Figure out what your customers are searching for. You can use Uber Suggest. You can literally ask people like, hey, what are the questions you have around hiking with your dogs if you sell like dog leashes for hiking or if you sell skincare products? Like what kind of questions you have around oily skin and care or how to get rid of wrinkles or something? Like just figure out a couple things that your customers are sort of searching for or wanting more information on and create a blog post about that. Link your products in there. Make sure you have some sort of an opt-in or a pop-up that will go off and say, take 10% off your first order of our skincare or whatever. I'd rather you spend 15 minutes and work on a blog post and do that rather than creating new videos for every platform. Instagram only will grow you so far. I spent the first year of my business focusing on Instagram. I grew it to 11,000 followers. And then I said, shit, um, I need to get customers from other places. And so I started doing a lot of other things, which I'm going to talk to you about in this episode. Okay, so YouTube... um, Again, not going to focus on this too much, but I see a lot. I see, I've seen a few businesses who have YouTube channels. And again, if you're creating those TikTok videos, reels, you can also upload those little video clips into YouTube shorts and that can get you some visibility too. So at the very least, create a channel, call it whatever your brand name is. And you can simply repurpose all those little video clips into YouTube shorts Um, But YouTube videos, like proper videos, there's a lot of opportunity. And I recently was the keynote speaker at Ultimate Product Party, and I talked about organics marketing, how to get traffic with no ads. That is my area of expertise. And I use an example that I'm going to share with you right now of a scrunchie brand called X, I think it's called XXL Scrunchies. They have like 300,000 subscribers, and all they do is like blog post behind the scenes. They say, hey, let's pack up an order of 200 scrunchies. And they literally just like click record and they have this boring ass video of them packing scrunchies. It is not anything that you would expect. It's it's silly, honestly. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean that in the sense of like, people are entertained by mundane things. And you think you have to reinvent the wheel and create these, spend three weeks working on one YouTube video where these people are like, fuck it, we're just going to click record on a camera, add a little intro in, and then post a video on YouTube. And they have 300,000 followers. Their TikTok channel is pretty much the same thing. It's like behind the scenes, pack an order, Let's our new scrunchie showed up, here's a tour of our warehouse. Guys, behind the scenes content works. And why does it work? It works because it humanizes your brand. You instantly become a person. People buy from people they like. You're not an Amazon faceless store. 
that's why it works. So anyway, so con- when it comes to con, and this kind of like when I say content traffic, I'm only talking about blogging or YouTube. And this also ties directly in with SEO, but I want to kind of keep them separate because I like to think of these as two separate things, but they are very related because SEO is all about search engine optimization. How do you show up on a search engine? So the content traffic and SEO traffic are very side by side, but I want to very much distinguish them as two different things here. Okay. And with that said, let's talk about SEO. So SEO is a way to drive traffic and one of my favorite ways to drive traffic. And why is that? Because SEO is all about doing something today and reaping the benefits later, next month, six months from now, next year, two years from now. SEO is the long-term game here. If you're doing SEO, you're not going to expect results tomorrow. It takes time because anything on a search engine takes some time. So when it comes to SEO, I want to focus on two things for today. One is your on-page SEO. So just to backtrack with SEO, again, SEO stands for search engine optimization, and it's essentially how to optimize your things. I'm trying to keep this simple because SEO is very technical. How to kind of optimize your things like your website, your blog posts, your YouTube videos, for example, so you show up on the search engine. That's sort of SEO in a very brief nutshell. And there's other things that you can do too is your on-page SEO is what you do on your website. So you want to optimize your website with certain keywords and optimizing your images. So again, you're telling Google like what you sell. That's that's the point here is if you, so I just did this a couple of days ago. I'm putting together, um, and I talk about this a little bit, but I have this new traffic bootcamp course and it's gonna be, I'm actually created it for my membership community, but I'm gonna sell it one off as well. So if you are interested in the traffic bootcamp course, you can grab that. I'm going to link the I'm going to link that in the show notes below. We have a special promotion going on right now, but I will link it below or you can join my membership today, e-commerce society and you get the whole traffic course for free. It's such a freaking no-brainer. Um so I hope you do join me in the membership because you will get the course. So anyway, in my traffic course, I am going through an example of my client who sells dog toys and I'm using an example of one of their most popular toys which is this um octopus dog toy. It's super cute. It's like this blue fluffy octopus dog toy. And I show you, okay, inside Shopify, let's go into Shopify, let's open up this product or I don't open up the product, but like I show you screenshots of the product inside Shopify. And I say, this is what it looks like when I add like the on-page SEO, which means like keywords. So my client who has the dog toy company, you know, for for that product page, I'm going to title that page as plush dog toy because we want to target that keyword. And then I'm going to put a little bracket and I'm going to say octopus dog toy because that's the name of the product. And then I'm going to put a little bracket and I'm going to put their brand name in there. And then on the description of the product, and this is not on the, this is, this is at the bottom of your product page in Shopify. So this isn't like the actual product description. It is your meta description. So if you go into Shopify, you go to the product, you scroll all the way down at the bottom, it says search engine listing preview or something. That's, that's, that is the SEO part of your 
product pages on your website. So that's where you want to add that optimized title that I just gave you an example of. And then you want to add a meta description. And that just is like a description of the product. But you want to frame it in a way that's going to get someone to want to click. Because what those two things do is that is what shows up on the search engine. So if you go to Google, you type in octopus plush dog toy, you'll probably end up finding my client somewhere in there. And the title that I just explained to you is what will show up on Google search results. And then underneath that will be two lines of a description. And what I see oftentimes is that you're not likely, okay, let me backtrack. So in Shopify or in that product page, if you don't add a meta description, Google will just pull from your product description. And most times your product description is very like, feature heavy, like 15 inch plush dog toy with an octopus. Like it's probably boring and and like feature heavy where on the search engine, you want it to be something that's going to grab their attention. Like, you know, your, 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 your dog's new favorite toy is right around the corner from you. This adorable plush octopus, octopus toy has fun squeakers and will, you know, the perfect for the dog who loves to snuggle with his favorite toys. Like that, description is going to be much more going to make you want to buy the product more than the other one. So if you don't add a meta description to your product page at the bottom, then Google pulls from your product description. And I feel like this may be confusing, but um, I just wanted to give you an example because I was literally just working on this uh, last night for my traffic course that I'm releasing soon. So that's kind of how all that on-page SEO works is it is you're putting the right words in there that describe your product and that keywords that you're trying to rank for. So, and you're telling Google what you sell. So when someone goes to Google and they type in like octopus dog toy, nautical dog toy, summer dog toy, your product will eventually hopefully show up and then people will want to click on it. So that's kind of how on-page SEO is. There's a lot more to it. And I wasn't actually even planning on breaking all these down on this episode. I wanted to just run through this list. But since I've already just, I can't I can't bring up traffic and not kind of start talking about each one because I love it so much. But for time purposes, I want to get through this a little bit quicker. So I'm going to probably move on. Um, but that's on-page SEO is like, how do you optimize your website pages so they show up on Google. So your title page, your t- the SEO page titles and meta descriptions is one. Um, and then the second part of that, there's a lot of things you can do, but I just want to cu- cover a couple things. Uh, the second thing you can do, and this one is I know most of you aren't doing, is um, your images. So do me a favor here. I want you to remember what I asked you to do here. Go to your website and right click on any given image and download the image and see what the title of your image says. It's probably going to say something like jquf234.jpg. So again, Google is very smart. It's a search engine. It can read the titles of your images. It can't read the image itself. Like it doesn't know what is on the image. I'm sure that will change soon as well. But it can read the words on the title. So if your title of your image says something like j4q2r3.jpg and you're selling a blue octopus dog toy, Google doesn't know how to like push that out to people who are searching for it on Google. But if your title of your image says plush nautical dog toy and then your brand name, Google can read that. It can index that. And so when someone searches, they're going to push that out. 
So it's very important that you title all of your images. So when, and when I say title, I mean like go to any of your images and just open up what the file name is. The fi- it's the file name, not the title. But I mean, they're the same thing. That's what you want to um, change the name to. So it's search engine friendly readable. So I'm going to stop there because I'm just kind of running out of time here. So then when it comes to SEO, there's on page, which is your website and then off page. And this is this is something called like getting backlinks. And I don't want to focus on this too much for today. But when it comes to backlinks, these are things like you getting your like another person is including your website in their blog post or even like a YouTube video in the show notes or something. So say another company, let's say a blogger, they are a non-toxic lifestyle blogger and they write an article on the five best non-toxic deodorants for women and they include your, you sell non-toxic deodorant and they include you on that list. That is called a backlink. And so backlinks do glorious things for you because one, it tells Google, it's like almost like a reminder to Google, like, oh yeah, this is like an, this is like a good, this is a real business. Other people are writing about your business. So this is like a real business. This is like a very non-technical way of describing what this is. Um, But I feel like that's kind of what it is. It like, it gives you like street cred for, to Google. Two, it drives traffic. Okay, because we're talking about traffic here. All these things drive traffic to your store. Someone writes an article on the five best non-toxic deodorants and you're in there. People are going to click on that and now end up on your website. So SEO is wildly effective and important for this reason exactly. So, okay. And then moving on to one of my favorite ways to drive traffic, and that is called referral traffic. So These are, and I'm not going to go into detail because I'm just completely running out of time here. But when it comes to referral traffic, the reason I love referral traffic so very much is that other people are doing the work for you. So influencers, affiliate programs, customer referral programs, customer loyalty programs. I know you guys have heard of most of these things. This is all traffic generators, brand awareness, visibility, traffic generators. Working with influencers is one of the easiest ways to drive traffic to your store. Having an affiliate program. Um, I've been wanting to do a podcast episode about an affiliate program for a long time. I still have no idea why I haven't done it because I love affiliate programs. But affiliate programs are amazing and they work very, very well in conjunction with getting backlinks. So if you have an affiliate program, um, you'll get bloggers and YouTubers and influencers who will join it. And then they will include you in those like five ways to do this or the top 10 best dog leashes for hikers. And they'll include you and then people will buy the product. And then when people buy that influencer, blogger, YouTuber gets a little commission payment all through your affiliate program. So I'm a huge fan of affiliate marketing. It was a huge way I grew my business when I had my uh, e-commerce business. And it's just amazing. And then customer referral program. I mean, you're likely not even thinking about your current customers that you have. How do you leverage those people and get them to want to refer you to friends and family? So that's a huge, huge, huge traffic driver. And then lastly, one of my favorite guys, and I'm wondering if you can guess right now what I'm going to talk about. 
email marketing. And I'm not going to go through like the whole thing with email marketing, but email marketing is a major traffic driver. Your list is everything. Email marketing is still, and it's so wild to me, in 2022, one of the most underutilized channels for your business. Email marketing will literally change your business. I'm not even joking. So one of your focuses should always be on, you know, growing your email list. And two, you know, keeping in touch with that list, engaging, sending campaigns. When I say campaign, it could just be uh, your weekly email that that shows like, here are some awesome photos from our community. Here's our favorite TikTok video of the week. Um, here's a promotion we're doing. Buy one, get two free or something. You know, just keep in touch with your list, send campaigns. But email marketing is a huge traffic driver. And email marketing is one of those things where it's it, email marketing is a sales channel. Like I consider email marketing a sales channel, but email marketing is a traffic generator and it's a huge one. Um, for my client that I manage their marketing for, I mean, their email list is not like massive or anything, you know, and it's, it's, they get 30 to 40% of their yearly revenue from emails. You know, a lot of it's automated that we set up one time and it just on autopilot, it's amazing. And then the rest comes from campaigns, you know, like, here's a new toy. Here's a new blog post that we have. Um, here's like, here's this fun thing we did on Instagram. You know what I mean? Here's a new toy that we just launched. Here's a sale that we're running. Nothing crazy guys, but email marketing is a wild traffic driver and sales generator too. So email marketing should account for about 30% of your business revenue. So if it's not here, right, that one thing that I just told you today is maybe something that you should start focusing on for your business. So that is it for today. Um, I was intending to, yeah, it's it's fine. I think I sometimes intend to go one direction with the podcast episode, but I like that I kind of broke some of these down a little bit just to give you more context, but that is traffic broken up into the different areas. And yeah, I hope this helped. I, I really like this episode because traffic is something that's really important to me. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, if you're not driving traffic to your store, you will not get business. It's literally that simple. So take a minute today, take five minutes, go into your Shopify analytics and look at how much traffic you drove this month. If you want to share that with me on Instagram, I would love to know. Send me a DM on Instagram. My link, Instagram link is below and tell me how much traffic you drove this month. If you drive a hundred people per month, that's why you're not getting sales <laughs> because again, the average conversion rate for a store is one to 2%. So if you get a hundred people per month and your store is converting at 1%, you're going to get one sale. That is why you're not getting sales. If you're getting 200 visitors per month, you're going to get one or two sales. That's it, okay? That is why you're not getting sales. It's not because your product sucks. It's not because you suck. It's not because of anything that you're doing. You're just not driving enough traffic. If you double, quadruple your traffic, you will see more sales coming in. And then your job is like, okay, now how do I get people to spend more? How do I increase my average order value? I mean, I geek out over all this stuff. How do I bundle? How do I... How can I do upsells at checkout? I mean, this is stuff that I like live for. But the first thing that you need to do is you need to understand how to get more people to your store. And what I shared with you today is how to do that. 
And you don't have to focus on every single one of these things. These are things that can take you a long time to implement all of them. But a lot of these are honestly very much on autopilot. Um, The only one that honestly is like ongoing is the social media. And then the content, like, yes, you have to create content like the blog posts and stuff. But once you start getting in a groove of creating blog content, it actually becomes quite easy. It's something that you can also outsource as well. So, all right, guys. I hope you love this episode. As I mentioned to you, I have my new traffic bootcamp course. It's literally what I just shared with you. It doesn't include the paid part, but it includes all the organic traffic broken up into how to drive traffic to your online store. It is something that I've wanted to create for a long time. And because of my new membership I created and because of the questions I was getting, I was like, okay, we have to create a traffic course for my amazing, 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 lovely members. And so I'm excited about that. So we're kind of wrapping up this course right now, but it covers everything I just shared with you today. Step-by-step, how to do everything, social media traffic, SEO traffic, referral traffic, content traffic, email marketing and campaigns traffic, all wrapped up into one beautiful little package called the Traffic Bootcamp. You can grab that today. I will link it below in the show notes, or you can join my membership program and you get it for free. Eat commerce society you can head over to kerryfitzgerald.com slash membership or you can click the link in the show notes you can find the membership link directly $35 a month and you get a free this whole traffic boot camp course for free so it's a no-brainer and I hope to see you in there but otherwise I hope everyone has an amazing week and let me know like I'm super curious if you what traffic things are you doing that I just told you about today? Like, are you doing one of these? Are you doing two of these? Are you doing a few of these? I really would love to know what you're doing to drive traffic to your online store. And if you like this episode, which I really hope you do, because this was a really fun one for me to create. If you can take a moment and head over to Apple iTunes and leave me a review on the podcast, it means so much to me. It helps get my podcast pushed out to more people. So you're also doing a nice little favor for me. And I would really be appreciative and grateful for you. But anyway, I hope everyone has an amazing week and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.